You're with Pastor Troy right here. We're getting excited. We got a special program for you. You're going to be seeing over the next few weeks until we get ready for season two. You're going to be seeing the best of the On the Dock season one. These will be coming at you hard and steady. I want you to get them out there. Check them out. Help us get them out to your friends. We want to see you on YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes as well. But this is the best of, get this, the best of season one. Get ready for it. We're going to be coming at you with a super season two coming up this August. We'll see you soon. Enjoy this episode of On the Dock season one. Best of. got an incredible series we're going to be kicking into you today and we're going to get you launched and ready to go here so glad you joined us today we are all about one big thing here at on the dock we're all about conversations that will propel your faith out of the shallows and into the deep so it's going to be a great adventure here we want you to join us on our youtube platform that's our number one way to watch us and you can check us out on that itunes and spotify are, are another way to do us with audio podcast features there google podcast facebook roku go to roku you have to download the on the you have to download sermon that app first and then find the On the Dock with Pastor Troy channel. We'd love to have you. I'll try Roku out. It's pretty cool. Rumble's another good one. And you can download the SermonNet app. We have our archives on SermonNet and also on YouTube. So check those out. You can go to our social media partners at Facebook. Give us a shout out. Tell us how we're doing. Connect and share what we're doing. Share the links. And you can go to Instagram. I don't hardly know how to use Instagram, but please show me how. Send us, send us some pics or something of you watching On the Dock. And Telegram and Twitter are available to you. And look, whenever you go to those places, make sure you subscribe, hit notify, the like button, make comments, and share with other people. We want to build this On the Dock community. And you can be a partner of ours by going to Patreon. We're using Patreon uh, so you can become an on the dock partner. Go find out what it means to be a partner or a supporter. We've got a couple options there for you. Check that out. Go to, download the Patreon app. Look us up at On the Dock with Pastor Troy. If you can't find it there, go to our website at onthedock.org and you can find all the links to our platforms, all the links to Patreon are there, and much more information there as well. And you can also watch us there as well. We have a viewer there and you can always watch us at onthedock.org. You can email us anytime you want at info at onthedock.org. Our executive producer, Donna Kanuski, would love to chat with you. She'll, she'll make contact with you and help you with anything you need. We're ready to go here on the dock with a dynamic series. I've got in the studio, my bride, my, my love of my life and known across the globe, whether you be in Asia or Africa as mother Beth. Hi, honey. <laughs> she's in, uh, she's in the studio with us today. We've also got our executive director, Lucas Winkler, he's actually mic'd up. You can't see him, but he's mic'd up. Lucas, tell him you're here. Hey, guys, I'm here. Lucas is mic'd up today to help us out. We're going to have a little, some great study in the Word, and uh, he's going to be representing you out there today. If you've got any questions or stuff, he's going to just kind of beam them to him, pray them to him in the Spirit. He's going to put them out. Mother Beth's going to be representing as well, and we're going to get into this great series. Got this series that I did for Community Faith Church. I pastor at Community Faith Church. We did a big series that we've been doing for weeks and weeks and weeks called the Psalms Project, and it was a real special project. We got in the got, got in the retreat, Lucas and I, and Ben. Ben's also one of our co-hosts. 
And we got there and we just talked, had this vision of picking some Psalms that would really, uh, would lift our soul and kind of be a message for the heart and would help us calibrate ourselves with life. So we got together, we picked out seven and we, we've been featuring them. And so you can go to Community Faith Church, go to our YouTube site. And uh, Lucas said he's got them segregated off. How do you got them segregated? On YouTube, there is a uh, playlist called the Psalm Series Playlist, and it'll have every single psalm that, that we did. And they did all seven, and we're going to feature those in each one of these. And so we're basically, they're going to read the scripture, so that's going to be our scripture reading, and then they're going to do an incredible performance with the song we match for it that really builds the message. So we're going to do that here. You can check those out. If you really enjoy those, you can grab them on that YouTube site. You can, of course, watch them here on our on the doc stuff as well. If you want to see the whole entire message, I'm going to give a synopsis, but we're going to have a more of a conversation with the message of each one of these psalms. And we're going to be looking at Psalm 91 today called the Defender Psalm. And it's going to be great. We'll be looking at others as well. Psalm 8, Psalm 23, Psalm 34, Psalm 90, Psalm 121, and Psalm 130. And we'll be looking at all those in the coming episodes. But to, we're going to, they're all songs for the soul, message for the heart. And we, we did these. If you want more on them, you can go to Community Faith Church, check out our SermonNet page or our YouTube page. You can go in the archives and listen to the more in-depth messages that were preached. They're, they're much more intense, much more deeper. But we think we're going to give you something here. We think it's good information for you to just kind of get in your soul as you're driving, moving around and get a chance to listen to this. So we want you to use this and then get it out to other people. Make sure you share it. So we're going to get ready to go here. Mother Beth, are you ready to go? I'm ready. So we're going to get started here. What we're going to do here, we're going to feature in the opening here. We got Lucas produce these incredible, incredible uh, features for this. And this is the feature we have on Psalm 91. It's going to play. They're going to hear the Psalm itself that we'll be focusing on. And you're going to hear an incredible song then done. And that song for this first one is just, just, I mean, just a killer song. And it's going to be, let me see. Look at my notes here. I can't, I'm totally dropped my mind on what the psalm is for this one. It is, well, Psalm 90. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. It's at the Lord's our dwelling place. So you're going to enjoy it. Just ch check it out here. here. Here we go. Let's check it out. And um, let's get ready to get in the word. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night nor the arrow that flies in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the Most High your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home, for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue them and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation.
Hallelujah, hallelujah, 
much better this way. Oh, and I, your great defender, it's so much better your way. It's so much better your way. It's so much better your And when I thought I lost me You knew where I left me You reintroduced me to your love You picked up all my pieces Put me back together You are the defender Of my heart And when I thought I lost me You knew where I left me You reintroduced me To your love And you picked up all my peace Put me back together You are the defender Of my heart When I, when I thought I lost me You knew where I left me You reintroduced me To your love You picked up all my pieces you put me back together and you are the defender of my own can I you have saved me it's so much better this way So much better your way. Oh, yeah. It's so much better your way. So much better, Lord. It's so much better your way. Jesus, it's so much better your way. All I did was pray All I did was worship All I did was bow down All I did was stay still Just incredible, just incredible. That's Defender. That's by Jesus Culture, is that right, Lucas? 
Man, so good. Jesus Culture. And that's performed by Ben Ottolini, our worship leader, uh, worship pastor at Community Faith Church. Lucas produced that. Just incredible. Uh, Psalm 91, that's what it's based on, the Defender Psalm. So we're going to get into that right now. Mother Beth, you ready? I'm ready. You're ready. All right, let's dig into this thing. The, Psalm 91 is kind of in the middle there, and a lot of us think Psalms are all written by David. They're they're not. Uh, they're a lot of them are a lot of them were written by David, especially the early, in those first 74 chapters. A lot of them are his. Um, some of them are attributed to David. They were probably done during his time, and his royal team kind of music musicized them. Some of them are, are committed to other people, like Psalm 90, it, we know is a psalm of Moses. Some people suggest that Psalm 90 is a companion psalm, and it's also a psalm of Moses. There's no proof of that, but they, there's some suggestion. But a lot of people, and my theology would be, my, my perspective would be, it probably is a psalm of David. It refers to a time in the pestilence uh, era. In, in 2 Samuel, we have the story of of, of occasion where David... Uh, David calls for a census he's not supposed to call for. And God is not happy because he, I mean, they even tell him, you don't need to do this, king. You know, God's behind you. You don't need to count up your men like other kings do. The Lord God's got your back. You dishonor God. But David said, I need a census. I need to be like every other king in the, in the planet. And he, and he got a little kind of cocky and bold, and he orders up a census. And, and with that comes the prophet coming and saying, you know, God's going to punish you. And you get, you get three choices. You know, you can have... Uh, I love this. He gives he, he gives him choices. He says, God says, I give you A, B, and C, you know? Be like your dad coming up and saying, hey, A is you're going to lose your keys to your car for a week. To B, you're going to lose your cell phone. C, I'm going to spank you and get it over with. So like you get, you get these like you know, 30 days, seven days, one, quick, quick, quick pain, you know? that's I, I grew up in the day when, when parents spanked, you know? So I'm, for those of you out there that are, I, I'm okay. Um <laughs> I'm okay, I think. Uh, but David David had options. Seven years of famine, three months of fleeing before his enemies, or three days of plague. David took the ripped the band-aid off the approach. Three days of plague. The Lord dropped 70,000 men of Israel in those days, and, the, and it finally stopped and halted, and, and praise God for that. But So I, I'm pretty sure this psalm is about David at that time in his life when he when he realized that his defender better be God, it's, it can't be the census or the counts, you know, some trust in chariots, but, but I trust in the name of the Lord, our God. Right. Yeah. He had to learn. He had to learn. We, we, you know, guys, we're, you know, if we just take census, you know, as Christians, we're not going to match up either. So especially in this day and age, it's a little tougher for us to, to serve the Lord in what we're serving. So we're going to have to trust that God's got our back and that number is sufficient. <laughs> the yeah. number of God being one behind you, that's a good word for me and Beth. Me and Beth, we're, we're just, just always praying for our kids and, you know, the kids. Mother Beth's not just a mother to our our, our, our natural born children. We have lots of kids around the planet. Lots of kids. We got cats, you know, we got possums, we got squirrels, but we got people too. We got people in Asia, people in Africa, people around our house and stuff. But we're always worried about how they're growing and what's going on in the world and what their challenges are. I mean, we're always worried about that. And so sometimes we have to remember that even when it looks like everything's against us, God is a sufficient as one to be behind us. Mm -hmm. He's our defender. That's a good word for me and yeah. you from last night. We were, sure. we were having that discussion and we got to remember that. That God, God, so this, this Psalm is about trust. It's about security. And then in the end, if we look to God, he will have our back. I love that. Yeah. Um, just beautiful, beautiful lyrics in that, in that one. Uh, the big picture of Psalm 91. So I think it's probably David. So we'll see, but, but we'll find out when we get up there. We'll talk to David and find out in, in the big, <laughs> after I hear on the dock of the bay, verse two, then we can find out about Psalm 91. Who wrote it? You know, right. we want to know. The big picture of Psalm 91, it, it declares how God preserves 
how God preserves those who trust in him, who abide, abides, abides. A, you don't hear, you don't, we don't use abide much. You don't ever text anybody, hey, I'll abide in you. We don't text that. We don't use that today. But abide is a deeply, deeply, lavishly loved word. It's a deep word in the Bible. Mm. I, the, those who abide in him and love him. You can't really say abide without love, but abide is nestled in the arms. It's a baby nestled in the arms of his mother. It's a, it, it's a, it's a kitten. It's Mother Beth's new kitten, uh, Beatrice, nestled in her arms <laughs> as she puts it to sleep at night. Uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's not just loved. It's specially beheld. Abide, mm-hmm. I abide in you. I especially beheld you. That's good. You like that? Like and, and we're not talking about lucky rabbit's foot Christians either. We're not talking about people that say, oh, I like God. This is people that, Psalm 91 is for those of you out there listening on, with us on the dock, that you deeply love God. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're not perfect all the time, but you have a deep love. You're, you're, you're committed to biblical reading. You're doing quiet time. You're giving your tithe. And, and maybe you're not always the best witness. None of us always are, but you're really striving your best. And let me just tell you, this Psalm tells you that when you're doing your best for God, God will be your defender. You don't need a census. Yeah. He'll have your back. Okay. That's for sure. Yeah, That's really I love good. that. So we're not talking about lucky rabbit's foot Christians. The promise of Psalm here, the Psalm 91 here, is that those who cling to him, he will make his presence and his holy habitation felt. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll feel the presence of God. And regardless of the dangers we face, this Psalm tells us, the Psalm shows us what true love is like what true love, the true love of God, and how that love through faith clings to us, protects us, defends us, despite the dangers we face, in the midst of the dangers we do face. Whether they're, it talks about in the, in the in the psalm, we'll get into it in a minute, verse 3, it talks about snares and pestilence. It talks about verse 5, arrows. Mm-hmm. Uh, verse 10, plagues. It, it talks about the plagues being, could be COVID, you know, for us. Could be Ebola, you know. Mm-hmm. It's very modern. Stones, uh, this, p- people throwing rocks at us. It could be just th- harmful things people are saying on social media about you today. Right. Um, lions and snakes. I don't know if we have lions and snakes, but you got dogs and cats and you got wild possums at our house. <laughs> you know, it, whatever comes at you, verse 13 is probably referring to Satan, lions and snakes, things right. of the enemy. Um, we can easily understand that Psalm 91 says God has our back. And we can convert these to very, Psalm 91 can become a very modern psalm. You need to learn Psalm 91. That's why we gave you the song. As Lucas said, you can go go on YouTube at Community Faith Church. You can download that and listen to that. Get that in your soul. Sing that Jesus Culture Defender song because that, that's got the words, the heart of it there. And we need to know that in the midst of the storm, in the midst of what we're facing today in our society, that if we'll remain true, press in, like Daniel did with, with Nebuchadnezzar and through four enemy kings. He pressed in and God preserved Daniel and Daniel was able to speak to those kings. We can do the same. God will protect us. So mm-hmm. let's break the Psalm down, Beth. Um, uh, let's get in this. Psalm 91 kind of breaks down, uh, so to speak, into some different parts. And and I, I want to do this. It, it starts off with verses one through four here. Verses one through four. We're going to kind of take a peek at that. Uh, those verses one through four uh, kind of start off with the security section. I call verses one through four the security that's found in the abiding life. Remember, abide is not just love. Abiding is nestled in. Mm-hmm. It's deeply connected. It's attached. It's like Jonathan and David said, you know, we're knitted at the heart. This is deeper than just, I love ice cream. I love you. You know, this is not, this is unbreakable. This is really good stuff here. So when you get to Psalm 91 verses one through four, those who live in the shelter, uh, that that's who live in the secret place. So mm-hmm. you, you're li- not, the, those who live for God daily, you have a quiet time, you, you're with them, you're praying with them. Who live in the secret place or the shelter of the Most High, that's El Elyon, that's a great name for God, will find rest in the shadows of the Almighty, El Shaddai. Everybody knows the famous Amy Grant song, El Shaddai, El Shaddai. Mm-hmm. What, a, what a beautiful song. That's that's that almost a lullaby for me. Mm-hmm. 
you know, yeah. and that's what we need here. So God, God, when you have that relationship with God, God's got you. He is a, I know we've got so many, I mean, there's just so many bad examples of fathers out there and male role models and gosh, whole parts of our civilization never had a father role model. Right. It's missing. Yeah. I, it's missing bad, yeah, it's but dead. yeah, you know, you know, I had a dad, my dad, my dad's involved in my life and he's always been around. He's, he's provided well for me and all that. He's not always been the closest dad that you could be, but I had everything I needed. So I was blessed. Lucas is blessed in here. Lucas got a phenomenal dad. Dad's mm -hmm. been around his whole life and his man's, his dad's a real man of God helped us plant yeah. church in Highland. Yeah. His mom's blessed. I mean, I mean, I mean, God's saying here, whether you had a good earthly father or a bad earthly father, I'm there. Right. I love that. And he says, this is what I declare about the Lord. Uh, David writes, I believe it's David. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He's my God. I trust him for he will rescue you from every trap. Wow. Lots of traps out there today mm -hmm. and protect you from deadly disease. Lots of deadly disease today. This could be speaking right now. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor. He is your armor and your protection. Mm -hmm. So that most high, the majesty of God, El Shaddai is, is speaking of the God that's like mountain, like majesty. Our God's a mountain like majesty. We're going to get into Psalm 121 maybe a couple of weeks from now and be it's it's number 6 on our list. But it talks about, you know, when I need help, I look to the mountains where my eyes lift up. And and the mountains where the mountain of Zion's where God is. In this case, we have this beautiful image of of El Shaddai. So it's it's like the mountain like majesty. So whether there's a, notice like in the in the end of the Bible it talks about when when Jesus returns that everything will be flattened down and they'll just be the son of God. And, and everybody will look to that mount, Mount Zion. It'll be just be one. So, so for those of us that look to God like that, He becomes literally. Think about this, verse two. He becomes our refuge and our place of safety. What do you think about that, Beth? I mean, I think, I mean, it's a beautiful, beautiful picture, and, and all that's expected of us is that we just stay within His protection. You have you know, to, yeah, and, you have to stay. Right. And we try to make it so complicated. Like we have to earn things or earn it, or we have to do things to make it so, but really all we have to do is just remain, just remain in his protection in a place where he is able to protect us. I, I think, I think when I, when I, when I think about stay, you would have to stay faithful. You'd have to stay righteous. You would have to stay holy because, I mean, that's what it takes to be in a relationship with God. It doesn't mean he understands if we make mistakes. He's given us a message uh, that we can repent and get get ourselves. Though, you're, you know, we can, we can fall down and we can get back up as the righteous. But right. to stay means, for God, it means to stay faithful, to stay obedient. Obedience is a terrible word today. Nobody wants to be obedient, to stay committed to his covenant and his commands over and over again. It's, every, you know, you, I, you, I noticed you marked in our Bible yesterday. I went back and saw what you marked about when Israel falls mm -hmm. and it's just, they fall because they just didn't do what they were told to do. Right. They were told to stay faithful. Right. And when they didn't stay faithful, Israel's destroyed. Right. And all they had to do was just stay. Abide. Right. Had they just abided in the love of God, he was their refuge. I mean, what's so interesting about today's Bible reading, we read the uh, daily walk Bible uh, the, uh, and it's just so wonderful. What's the one we're doing? Pray for America Bible is what we're reading right now. And we're reading today where it's where uh, the king of Assyria comes and attacks uh, Shunacrib, and, and literally they're going to be destroyed. And Hezekiah goes in and prays to God. And next thing you know, the, the angel of the Lord drops 185,000 dead. Mm -hmm. Overwhelming army, 
dead. He says when the king goes home, he'll be killed. He goes home, his son kills him in the false god temple. If you don't think letting God be your defender, abiding God, you could be by yourself and 185,000 people out there, and it's no match for what the Lord can do simply to command. Right. And we get overwhelmed when we feel like, man, they're, they're, they're outnumbered us. They're not out. They outnumber us, but they don't outnumber the one we abide in. Right. He's El Shaddai. Right. He's above all that. And say, like you said, obedience is such a negative word these days, but it's, oh, it's a protective word. It is. You know, a, I mean, you know, if you don't obey a stop sign, you can have an accident. Right. If you don't obey a yield sign, like in Mary and I go around that roundabout, I forget who's yielding. You can get crunched. <laughs> right. I mean, we think of it as a horrible thing, but it's really just trying to help you be safe. So, right. so right. the the Lord, listen. So basically, the Lord is our fallout shelter. Mm-hmm. Let's say, let me say that to this here. Yeah. So that's what it's all about there in that first part. Now, when we get to the second part, let me get to the second part here. Let me rock and roll here. Uh, we are doing so good with this. Uh, when 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 Psalm ninety one verses five through thirteen kind of get into that. When walked out, it leads to when we when we abide. When we walk out, this staying faithful. When we walk this out. It leads to experience and witness to this assured life. We have a life that fits into God's plan and God works us out. Do not be afraid, verse 5 says, of the terrors of the night, nor the arrows that fly in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in the darkness. We do not have to dread COVID. And even if COVID, I got sick, I could have died. Right. I've got I've got a dear friend that died. My head of security at Community mm-hmm. Faith passed away from it. But but Bill loved the Lord. Right. Even with COVID taking him out. He just entered into the presence of God right, and he exactly. knew that and Bill knew that. Right. I mean, Bill passed easily into the Lord's hands. Yes. Are we disappointed? Yes. Even his wife, Jerry's disappointed, but we, none of us doubted the fact that the Lord had us and had him because we abide in him. Right. That was so good. Nor the disasters that strike at midday, verse seven, through all a thousand fall at your side, though 10,000 are dying around you. The evils will not touch you. No matter how bad it gets, just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. Right. And even if you die in the middle of that, like you said, you're just moving on. I mean, you're just moving you're on. You're still in the safety of the Lord. I'm a, I'm a tent you. traveler here. I, I'm, right. you know, if you know me by the doors of my, my office are my two funeral songs and on the dock with, with Otis Redding is my grave site. Everybody knows what they are. I'm not ashamed of them. And all they got to do is grab them and, and they can literally, if Lucas can't find anybody to play the music, all he's got to do is get the thing off the wall, hand it to a piano player and they're going to, I'm ready to go. I'm not ashamed to say I'm ready right. to hear that song. I can't wait to hear Otis Redding verse two of on the dock. It's going to be great. <laughs> so day and night, we have protection. Disease and disaster, we have protection. The heat of the fiercest battle, we have protection. And it goes on and it tells us in verse 9 through 13, if you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter, if you abide, right? okay, no evil will conquer you. It didn't say we won't face evil. It won't conquer you. Right. No plague will come near your home. I'm not saying you won't get COVID, but you're not going to, you're not, you're not, gonna, you're not going to get plagued in a way that God can't handle it for. He will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands. So not even your foot will hit a stone. We know that's a famous mm-hmm. text when Jesus was tempted in the wilderness and that's where it comes from. So the, if, and then, if you make the Lord your refuge and your most high, then you have all these incredible promises. So, so Jesus is in the temptation, you know, he kept challenging he kept challenging. Uh, Jesus was challenged by the devil over and over again in Matthew 6 and Luke 4, 10, 11. And he kept trying to offer him things. Mm-hmm. And, and Jesus just didn't buy it. Jesus said, I don't need anything you have to offer. I abide in God. Right. 
and everything I need, God has. So nothing can match. We need to remember this, guys. Listen to me. No matter where you are right now, nothing can match the security of knowing that we are safe in the arms of God. Mm. And, 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 and whatever the devil, Satan, can offer you is counterfeit and, and, and cheap. At best. Yeah. At best. Yeah. It's like a Chinese knockoff. Right. You don't want it. No. It's, it's fake. It's fraud. It, it's just filled with things. So make sure you don't do that. Let's get to the third one. We got to get to the third one. It's, it's, it's a good one. Let's get to the third one. The third section of it is verse 14 through 16. This is Psalm 91. In due season, it leads to a life. If, we, if we're abiding, if we're getting this experience, this assuring life, we're, we're living it out, then in due season, it leads to a life without fear that will be grounded in trust in God, which leads to an abounding life. We're not just, we don't just have an abiding and assuring life, but we begin to leap forward. We begin to have a trust and we begin to let God use us to do things beyond that. It'll actually fill us with a peace that passes is all understanding mm. and it is tough for us to get grounded in that today when you agree hun yeah because hard. because we are challenged right now with what so much is around us it's easy to get distracted and get our eyes down on the, on the, on the crowd and forget that we need to keep our eyes on the hills right yeah it, it's, it's, it's a very, challenge it is a challenge psalm 91 goes on to say and this is what i want to feature in this about about this one it, it features that the lord says i will rescue those who love me that's a key word we're going to get here real quick. I will protect those who trust in my name. And when they call on me, I will answer. When we call on God, he says, I will answer the phone. Every time I try to call my wife, it goes to voicemail. <laughs> I bought her a, a case for her phone and, and said, look, I want this on your hip. So when I call, you answer. And my kids accuse her, me of stalking my, my own wife. It, it, it just doesn't work. I call three or four times. She eventually gets to it. You know, she, if you've been in her purse, it just, you had to dig around to find it. It's like yeah. a lo lost world. There, I'll get but, back to you eventually. But when we, when we pray to God, it, the prayers are delivered. Yeah. He hears it. Right away. And I'll be with them in trouble. He says, I'll rescue and honor them. I'll reward them with a long life and give them my and my salvation. So that's deliverance. I yeah. love that. But I want to focus in on that, that one word in verse 14, who, those who love me, that's again, that abide word. Mm -hmm. The word there is a special word. It's called koshak. It's in the Hebrew. And, and the word koshak means, uh, let, me, let me show you. I think I have a graphic for it. It is right there. It's to be attached to, long for, to hold close. It's that hugging tightly. Yeah. It's, it's the kitty in the arms. It's the, it's the, it's the duckling uh, under the mother ducklings walking across the street together, wherever, you know, you ever been going to place and well, we've been places and, and you know, you see a duck going across the street, busy traffic cars are all jacked up and here's a duck coming across the street, maybe six, seven ducklings falling in order. That's call shack where the mom goes there. The ducklings follow. It translates as a desire to set his love. It's, 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 it's to be filleted. Filleted would be to be filleted, to be cut open. It's so deep of the heart. It's a deep, deep relationship. It's a, it's a yearning mm -hmm. abide. And so with this gift, he says in, in the text that, that we are to literally, uh, those who love me, those who are knitted to me, those who are, are cut into me. And I, I just have this image real quick, Beth, of us being the wild olive branch uh, grafted on to the main branch mm -hmm. and we're, we're filleted, we're cut, we're trimmed and we're fitted in. And through the blood of Jesus Christ, even though we're Gentiles, we're able to be grafted into the root of Jesse. Right. And, and because of Psalm 91, even though I am outside that special covenant, he has made a way for me to be put into it. Mm -hmm. And when I'm grafted in, I, I, I get full privilege. He becomes my father in heaven. Jesus becomes my elder brother. And I become a part of the lion of the tribe of Judah. Right. Permanent part of Permanent it. Permanent part of it. Mm -hmm. yeah. The only thing that can separate me is my own free will. Mm -hmm. And my only free, and my free will is the only thing that keeps me from getting there. Yeah. 
So we have it there. All we got to do is grab it and take it. Yeah. So I want to just, just think about this question for a minute. And uh, how, how can Psalm 91, how can Psalm 91 encourage us? And and I'll, I'll throw this question up. How can it encourage and strengthen us uh, today? Any, any, I mean, how does it encourage you, Beth or Lucas, either one of you guys? How does it strengthen and encourage you out there? Feel free to chat with us. Facebook, say, you know, Telegram, Twitter. Just how, how does Psalm 91, knowing that God's your defender, how does that strengthen and encourage your walk and give you, give you some purpose and a little step in your stride? Uh, I think for me, it's the, the, um, keeping that, um, you know, you've heard the phrase of like the 30,000 foot view. Oh, yeah. Um, instead of, you know, focusing on all the little things that are going on in your day and whatnot. Um, it kind of, it kind of helps me pull back and be like, well, he's got it. You know what I mean? So why worry? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Right. And it's like, it's like anything that's going to happen anyway, it's really not going to be that big of a deal for him. Right. I, I mean, I, we're, so. Beth and I are battling this right now because we, 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 I know God's got us. We have been in deeply difficult situations overseas and Asia and everywhere else. But right now, the world's in such a dark place. It, you could, it's so easy for us to drop our eyes down and look at the news and look at what's going on and, and the threats to education. The threat. And it's so easy for us to get on pins and needles and think we're losing ground. And I'm thinking, my, it's my father's ground. You know, and I know we are losing some steps, but I have to remember I lift, I'm supposed to lift my eyes up to the hills. Mm. That's where my hope comes from. And, and, and we get concerned because they are our children. They're our friends and our family. They're in the breach, but they're also his. And we've got to figure out how to trust our defender and turn to him. Right. It's, a, it's a challenge, even for the best of us as Christians. Yeah, it's but, hard. But the, I it's love tough. your image of 30,000 foot view. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We need to step back and go, he, he's got this and maybe he's got a plan. And I, I shared this in one of our teachings at church one night was that, you could see what we're going through as a time of sifting. Right. God's testing and sifting the church to see if we'll really get, get, will we fix our eyes on him or will we try human solutions? Will we, will we revert to violence? Will we revert to destroying each other or will we trust in him? And if, and if there's something to be destroyed, then, then God can take it out. You know, will we put our, will we do our best? Will we pray for God to move and, and will we ask God to have mercy? Psalm 91 offers us four gifts. It reveals the power of the confession of a personal confidence in the Lord. So if we, if we, if we, if we trust God and put our confidence in him, it gives us some hope. Number two, it builds assurance for those that trust the Lord that we don't really need to fear evil. I know occasionally, like Peter, we look at the water and we start sinking. But Peter did get saved. He did get pulled up out of the water. He got back in the boat. So I need to remind myself when I feel like I'm sinking and the water's getting over my head, I need to get my eyes back on Jesus. Jesus saves. My Lord is my defender. He's my, my victor. And then the third thing is it declares we receive God's protection through the coming anointed one. Psalm 91, they didn't have Jesus yet. We have Jesus. Mm-hmm. We have something they didn't have, but they were writing about. We have the anointed one. He is here and he is able to connect with you today. And it declares, finally, in Psalm 91, verse 14 through 16, it declares the promise of the Lord's salvation through the coming anointed one. And his name is Jesus. What a what a great, great, great thought there. I, I, I just want you to think about this as we get close here to, to wrapping up. We're going to pull this up in a circle here real quick here and, and kind of put, put a bow on it here if we can. Um, John in John three, think about this. If 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 you're thinking about the coming of the anointed one, Jesus, he's come. His name's Jesus. Mm -hmm. we, we we're not like them singing this psalm in hope. The, our hopes arrived. 
Right. We all celebrated at Christmas. We talk about what he did at Easter. We just need to live it out with him as part of our lives. Yeah. We can do that. That's true for the world. It's true for me and you. Jesus is available to us. The defender's here. Jesus told Nicodemus, unless you're born again, you cannot know this salvation. You can't experience the defender. You can't abide until you're born again. Mm -hmm. You have to open up your heart, render your heart to God, trust in him, invite him in. And it's there the filleting takes place, the abiding, the connecting, the grafting in takes place. And then John 3, 3 says, of course, Jesus said, I tell you the truth, unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God to get to the defender to get to the defender, you have to be grafted in. You yeah. have to be abided, filleted in. And to gain, let me say this, to gain the power of the defender, to get him to fight the battle for you, you have to be under the shadow right. of El Shaddai. Right. You have to be under his wings. Mm-hmm. You have to be mama kitten. You have to be, uh, you have to be in relationship with him in the secret place. Yeah. I'm not talking about in show. In the secret place, he's got to know you. And it's got, that's in the heart, that's in the mind, the soul. And the safest place in the world for us all to be, no matter how bad things get, and certainly the Bible tells us in the time of the end that things will get very tough. And the way that we'll be saved is leaning in and putting our head on the breast of El Shaddai. He'll get us through. The safest place in the world is under the shadow of the Almighty. That's what Psalm 91 is all about. Mm-hmm. Pretty good psalm. I encourage people to get out and read it and, and get into it. Go back and listen to that song a few times. I think it'll do wonders for you. We're going to come back to you in our next podcast. It's going to be great. We're going to move forward in the Psalms Volume 1 project. Songs for the soul, message for the heart. We'll be looking at Psalm 8. Beth, what are you talking about? Psalm 8 is the Oh Lord, Our Lord Psalm. Mm. That's what we call it that. That's You're going to hear another good reading, another good song. Those guys have done some great work on that. We're going to be back with you. You want to keep watching us, check us out at onthedoc.org. And you can email us anytime at info at onthedoc.org as well. And I hope you're watching us on YouTube, iTunes, or Spotify. Get linked up on those things so you're getting us. Help your friends do it as well. And check out our other partners down the right, Google Podcasts, Facebook, Roku, Rumble, and Sermonet. And please reach out to us on Facebook. Twitter, Telegram, Instagram, and and just connect with us. I mean, link up these things and send them out to some people and maybe it'll change somebody's day and help them cope with some things. And by all means, please subscribe to our different platforms, hit likes, notify, share, and put some comments up there. We'd love to hear your comments on this and what Mother Beth and Lucas and we're doing in this series, the Psalms Volume 1 Project. And we always invite you to be our Patreon partner. Go to Patreon and become an on-the-dock partner. You can be a sponsor or a partner. Find out about those exciting offers. Check those out. And we always want to tell you this. Oh, hey, if you cannot find those kind of things, if you're struggling finding our platforms, all you have to do, we built our website on the doc.org. It's got links there to all that. You can go to that, find the links. It'll get you to Patreon. It'll get you to the different platforms. You can find your way around with that. So it's a good tool. Uh, Haley Adelini helped us put that together. And Donna's working with that, monitoring that. And you can always email them always to ask questions. Finally, if you don't have a church home, we'd love to have you out at Community Faith Church. We have great services here. You yeah, want to come do. out? We do, don't we? Good yeah. preacher, too. And mm-hmm. 10 o'clock sharp. You can hear Ben, that, that fancy worship leader. He's out here all the time. He does a great job, too. His <laughs> phenomenal really team is incredible. Even Everybody that steps in that that, that lead position is good that yeah. he's got on the team. Yeah. Sunday's 10 o'clock. Wednesday's 6.30. We're, we'd love to have you. Uh, you're available also virtual campus at coftv.com. You can join us at our Facebook at Community Faith Church or our YouTube channel at Community Faith Church. We'd love to have you. You can also go to that Community Faith Church Facebook page, our YouTube page to find those Psalm series that we talked about, Lucas told you about. We look forward to having you. We'll see you back on the next on the next broadcast of On the Dock with Pastor Troy. Take care. Have a great day.